Julie and Matt here with another great resource from one of our friends. Parents, do you ever wonder how to teach your little ones about missionaries? Go tell everyone. Nine Missionaries Who Shared the Good News shows kids how missionaries throughout history have obeyed Jesus' command to tell everyone. This interactive board book introduces nine different missionaries such as Lottie Moon, Adoniram Judson, and Lilius Trotter. And it tells about the countries where they served. Ultimately, Go Tell Everyone helps kids understand that anyone can tell everyone about Jesus. To learn more, visit GoTellEveryoneBook.com. Again, that's GoTellEveryoneBook.com. You're listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week, we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean. What's happening, everybody? Hey, today we're going to talk about how Jesus came to save sinners using a story from the Bible. Yeah, last episode, we talked about how Jesus rode into the big city of Jerusalem over 2,000 years ago on a donkey. People were taking off their coats and pulling leaves off the trees. It was crazy. (laughs) Well, not crazy, just different. It was their way of welcoming Jesus to the city like a king. Because, of course, Jesus is the king of the world and the God who's in charge of everything. That's true. But not everyone knew that yet. Many people thought Jesus was coming to get rid of those people ruling over them, the the Romanians or something like that. I think you mean the Romans. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said, the Romans. But Jesus wasn't coming to take control of the government or get rid of their political problems. Jesus came to get rid of their biggest problem, their sin, and how sin separates us from God forever. Jesus came to save sinners. That's right. Jesus even told his disciples through the Passover meal that his own body was about to break like bread and his blood was about to be poured out for them like wine on the cross. Jesus was about to die for their sins and everyone's sin who would ever love and trust him. Whoa, that's a lot of sin. But Julie, I'm gonna be honest. It makes me a little sad to think about Jesus dying on the cross. I mean, it must've been really hard for him and Sounds a little harsh, doesn't it, that Jesus had to die? I wish there was another way. You know, it makes me sad too, Sean, but I know that God is good and wise and just after all. I think it has something to do with the law that he gave to his people. Mm. Hey! Oh, what? That gives me an idea. We have a friend who knows about the laws of our country, and he makes big decisions like these about how to punish guilty people or let innocent people go free, he could bring a little order to this conversation because he's a judge. Let's say judge together. Judge. Judge. Did somebody say judge? Well, hello. It's our good friend, Judge Jesse. Welcome to the show, Your Honor. Well, thanks for having me, Julian Sean. I've solemnly vowed to help however I can. What's up? Well, Judge Jesse, we know that in today's story, Jesus dies on the cross for our sins. And we were wondering, why did he have to die? If we all sin, and sin is just doing or saying or thinking something that is different than what God wants, then why is the punishment for sin so bad? Ooh-wee, that's a big question and way above my court of law. Remember, all God is holy. He is completely perfect and separate from sin. And our sin separates us from God. That's the problem. Our problem is that our God is holy and no, perfect? No, 
The problem is that we all sin. Wait, but I thought... Order! One question at a time, friend. That way everyone can hear the answer. Oh. Let's go back to Julie's question. Sin is so bad because our God is so good. When we sin, not only do we say, think, or do something different than what God wants, we also show that we love something else or someone else more than we love our God. God is most valuable. Think about it. If you steal a piece of candy even though you know it breaks God's law to steal, it shows that you love candy more than you love obeying God. Now, you be the judge. Which is more valuable, a piece of candy or God? God, definitely. Excellent judgment. God is way better than a piece of candy, and he makes the laws, not us. He is God, and he is in charge. When we sin, it tells God that we would rather have all the nice things more than we want him. It also tells God that we'd rather be in charge of our own lives. God is too good to let us love anything else more than him, because God knows that he is what is best for us. Wow, I have definitely wanted to be in charge of my own life and have acted like other things are way more important than God. That's right, we all have, and that's why Jesus came. Ooh, Judge Jesse, that reminds me. Oh, wait, um, I would like to make a motion to ask my question now. Proceed. Okay, uh, you still haven't told us why Jesus had to die. With all due respect, John. That's right, let me see if I can answer this really good, really tough question. There's only one perfect judge, and that's God. The Bible tells us the punishment for sin is death. When we sin, we are no longer doing what God created us to do, to love him most and give him glory. So, Jesus came to fulfill God's law and live a perfect human life. Even though Jesus never sinned, he died on the cross like a guilty man. You see, God wouldn't be a good or fair judge if he would let sin go unpunished, would he? No, I, I guess not. But, since Jesus took the punishment of sin for us, we don't have to be separated from God. Because of Jesus, God can give us his perfect life so that we can be forever with God, just like Jesus. Wow, I can't believe Jesus did all that for us, even while we were loving other things more than him and wanting to be in charge instead of him. Oh, well, that's right. It's like an innocent man walking up to me in the courtroom and saying he would rather die so a guilty man doesn't have to. It's a truly beautiful act of God's love. Well, Judge Jesse, I think we're all out of questions for now, so we rest our case. Thanks so much for joining us and for sharing what you know, Your Honor. Oh, of course. The honor's been all mine, and I hope you learn even more as you read this story from the Bible. The court is adjourned. Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. Let's pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. God, thank you for your word. Thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us to understand who you are and what you have done. Amen. After Jesus shared the Passover meal with his friends, he took them to a garden to pray, except for one of his disciples named Judas. He left, but we'll talk about him more later. It was late when the disciples were praying, and many of them were falling asleep. Can you pretend to fall asleep? But Jesus stayed awake to pray. Jesus prayed and prayed to God the Father because he knew it was almost time for him to die on the cross, and he knew it wouldn't be easy. Even though many people believed that Jesus was the Savior and King that God promised to send, the leaders of the temple in Jerusalem did not love or trust Jesus at all. They were jealous of how many people were following Jesus, and they thought Jesus was lying about being God. So they were angry. 
angry enough to kill him. And there was someone else who didn't love or trust Jesus either. Judas, one of his own disciples. Remember, he was the one who snuck out after the Passover meal. You see, Judas loved money more than he loved Jesus. So a few days before their meal, he went to the temple leaders trying to kill Jesus and he offered to help them in exchange for money, which they gladly gave him. Then after the special meal, Judas led those soldiers straight to the garden where Jesus was praying and the soldiers tied rope around Jesus to take him away. Now, Jesus had the power to make them stop. Jesus is God, remember, but Jesus chose to go with them because that's why Jesus came. Jesus came to save sinners. Then the leaders of the temple took Jesus to Pilate, a man who was in charge of the city, and they told Pilate lies about Jesus. They said Jesus was causing trouble and deserved to die even though he hadn't done anything wrong. Pilate could tell Jesus was innocent, but instead of setting him free, Pilate let them kill Jesus because he wanted to make everyone else happy, and the soldiers took Jesus away. The soldiers hurt Jesus very badly. They hit him on the back with a long piece of leather called a whip until he had cuts all over his body. And they made a crown of sharp spiky thorns and put it on his head. They laughed at Jesus and made fun of him, pretending he was an important king. Then they made Jesus carry a big, heavy cross made of wood on his back up a hill, and they nailed his hands and feet to the cross. Mary, Jesus' mother, and some of his friends were watching nearby, and they were all very sad as they watched Jesus die. Let's get even closer to the story by reading what Jesus said on the cross from the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bible with us. Our story can be found in the New Testament, the book of Luke, chapter 23, verse 46. I'll give you just a minute to find it. Luke 23, 46. It's okay to ask for help if you need it. If you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? Luke 23, 46 says, Then Jesus, calling out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. After Jesus died, one of his friends took his body off the cross and wrapped him in a cloth. They laid him in a tomb, which is a hole carved into a hill, a rock, and they rolled a huge rock in front of the tomb so that no one could take Jesus' body away. Three days later, two women who were also friends and followers of Jesus came to visit the tomb. Both of their names were Mary. Can you say Mary? Mary. Mary. When they got to the tomb, they saw something they did not expect. The huge rock in front of the tomb had been rolled away. Jesus wasn't there. Where was Jesus? Can you make a shocked and surprised face? Let's find out where Jesus was by reading this story from the Bible together. But this time, we'll be reading from Luke chapter 24. That's the next chapter. Verses four through six. So Luke 24, verses four through six. I'll give you one more moment to find it. Luke 24, four through six says, while they were perplexed or confused about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Two angels, mighty messengers, and warriors from God gave them a message that Jesus wasn't dead anymore. Jesus was raised to life, just like he said he would be. Jesus is alive. So the women ran to tell Jesus' very good friends and followers, the disciples, the good news about Jesus. 
But as they were traveling, they saw Jesus who said, hello. They fell at Jesus's feet and worshiped him. But Jesus told them to go and to tell his disciples where to meet him and that he really was and is alive. That's right. When Jesus died on the cross for sin, he took the punishment we all deserve for sin, which is death, and to be separated from our holy God forever. And when Jesus came back to life, he showed everyone that sin and death were defeated, that Jesus had won. God the Son came down from heaven to live the perfect human life we never could. He died on the cross to take the punishment for our sins and came back to life to make a way for everyone who loves and trusts him to be with God forever. Jesus really is the savior God promised to send right from the beginning. Jesus came to save sinners like you and like me. Hey parents, are you looking for an inspiring read for your little ones? Well, we've got something special for you. Introducing Kids in the Bible, a storybook Bible about God's children. This new book by Caroline Saunders features a collection of 33 captivating stories from the Bible, all centered around kids, just like yours. Ever wondered about the adventures of young Miriam, Samuel, or even a certain young Jesus? Kids in the Bible takes you on a journey through the lives of these remarkable children, showcasing how God's big plans unfold through even the smallest of us. Each story is a treasure trove of courage, faith, and the boundless love of God. Whether it's a young warrior's bravery or a girl who defies death or the miraculous journey of a baby who changed the world forever, there's something for every young heart to connect with. So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsinthebiblebook.com today. Let your little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world. You just heard God's word. Let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it five-second fly-through review. Our friend Judge Jesse is back to play our game with us. Tell us how to play, Your Honor. All right. I'm going to ask you a question. You'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, we'll shout out your answers together and we'll see if you got it right. Okay, everyone. Are you ready? Because here we go. After that very special meal, where did Jesus and his disciples go to pray? A garden. Why were the temple leaders so angry at Jesus? Well, they were jealous and thought that Jesus was lying about being... God. Which disciple loved money more than Jesus and led the soldiers to him? Judas. Did Jesus go with the soldiers? Yes. When the leaders brought Jesus to Pilate, did he let Jesus go free? No. What did the soldiers who hurt Jesus nail his hands and feet to? A cross. Jesus died on the cross to take our punishment for... Sin. Where was Jesus buried after he died? A tomb. And who came to visit the tomb? 
Mary. And Mary. His friends. Did they find Jesus there? No. no. Jesus, Jesus was, was alive. alive. How'd you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible, or were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? We sure hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, spend some time talking with your parents about sin and come up with ways that God is better as a family. If you want to, spend some time telling God you're sorry for your sins and thank Him for sending Jesus to save sinners like you and me. As we finish up our time together, let's worship God through a song that reminds us that Jesus came to save sinners. listening to God's Big Story. Today's story, which is one of the stories in the Bible, which is really just one big story about one big God. And if you'd like to read more about Jesus dying on the cross or coming back to life, you can turn to Luke 23 to 24 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit tvcresources.net. Tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again real soon. Bye. Bye.